You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Chiefs Kingdom, we are back with episode five of the Great British Chiefs show with myself, Brad Simcox, and Arrow Headlines editor, Tom Childs. How are we doing, Matt? You all right? I'm doing good. You almost forgot the uh, title of the show there, didn't you? <laughs> no, no, I didn't. No, it's just, <laughs> you just put in the uh, dramatic pause for a... Uh, yeah, but dramatic reason. pause for effect. Yeah, exactly, exactly. That's basically what it is, yeah. No, I, I, have to, I have to watch what I say because my throat is absolutely killing me at the minute. Oh, really? How comes? Yeah. I, I sound like um, a teenager that's hitting puberty. You'll probably hear it throughout the show because <laughs> um, I've had the uh, I've had the COVID jab. I've had the okay. first one. I've had the AstraZeneca the first one. We, me and my wife had it both on I think Tuesday together. We both went together. We were both queued up and got it. I've I'm rough as a dog, and she's fine. Oh, you breeze through it, no problem. <laughs> Maybe you're just being. A bit dramatic, and you're just half as well. Sympathy. It, I think it's, it might be that I haven't taken my man up pills. I think that's probably what it is. <laughs> I'm, I'm, meant to, I'm meant to take them before I actually go and get my COVID jab. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. but one I've more to go. I've not you had, had yours yet. No, no, I'm not. I'm not old enough yet. <laughs> no, it hasn't reached my age group. <laughs> <laughs> it's a legal age for it now, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it's, it's not got. It's not got down to my age group yet over here in the UK. So me being significantly younger than you, um, I've got a little while to wait until I get my first chat. <laughs> you complaining or bragging? <laughs> uh, I'm, I've got something to tell you. Um, You've got something to tell me. Well, I have got something to tell you, and this might come of a shock to you. I know you're a massive Top Gun fan. Yes. And in my town today, little town of Leighton Buzzard in England, Tom Cruise is actually in town filming the latest Mission Impossible film. Get off. He is. He is. Tom Cruise is in Leighton Buzzard. <laughs> yes. Yes. And it's for our for our listeners, Lane Buzzard is a tiny little town of forty odd thousand people. It has nothing significant about it whatsoever, apart from it's got a selection of quarries, sand quarries, which are used for films quite often. So yeah, Tom Cruise is currently in town, your hero, uh, yeah. from the Top Gun films, uh, filming. So I might go pop down after this and try and find him. Oh, so so you're not just going to just say it and here he is <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and here to talk about Scientology is Tom Cruise Man, if, if, if Tom Cruise popped up on this show and I'm looking at the video screen now and you're stood next to Tom Cruise I, I'd be crying right now um, Tom Cruise I watched him since I was six what six seven years old because I used to watch Top Gun over and over and really? over and over again it's, it's like the film that I'd go to if I, if, if I have a really bad week I've got to watch Tom Cruise, Top Gun, just to just to settle everything right in the world again. I don't know what it is about that movie, 
but I've just got it. I think I burnt out the VHS cassette of my dad's. I think I think he had I think he bought three of them, and I burnt them all out because I just kept watching it over and over and over again. How do you so, feel uh, about a second one coming out? Are you excited or are you a bit annoyed that they've gone? Uh, I, I was a bit apprehensive at first because I was thinking, no, you, you've got to kind of keep Top Gun where it is. Mm-hmm. You've got to keep it back in the uh, you know back in the eighties. It's 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 that era. But then I saw the trailer of it and I thought, you know what, this this looked pretty decent. I hope they've got it right though. I hope the storyline isn't cheesy and I hope it, you know, it, it's got some, you know. You hope story the storyline isn't cheesy. <laughs> well, like the original one. Top Gun, Top Gun one, how many times? <laughs> what? <laughs> okay, maybe I do want it to be cheesy. On cheese. but... <laughs> like, it's the cheesiest film ever. <laughs> And you don't want the second one to follow in that mold. You, wait, do you want it to be like one of these dark films that come out, you know, like how Batman all of a sudden went really dark in like the start of this decade, yeah. went from like a really fun film to like really dark. Do you want Top Gun to go that route now? Like, yeah. well, <laughs> I want it to be of its time, I suppose, of, of this time. I don't want it to be like, you know, all 80s and stuff, even though I do like the 80s. It is definitely my era, but... As long as it's got another volleyball scene, you're happy, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you'd think I would be quite impressionable at that age, wouldn't you? But, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, we're not here to talk about Tom Cruise or Top Gun or anything else like that. We're here to talk about the Chiefs, aren't we, mate? We are, but we also get a pass at this time of the year about digressing because... Oh, yeah, we can. It yeah. is mid Oh, God, yeah. It is mid Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll be Star Wars chat sometime, won't it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, um, yeah, we've 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 got quite a bit to talk about in the show. Um, one of the first things that we're going to be talking about is actually um, a Chiefs legend has finally hung up his cleats, mm-hmm. um, and you know we can actually call him a Chiefs legend because he, the, the the record speaks for itself. Tamba Harley is definitely considered as a Chiefs legend. There's no there's no two ways about it because. Um, isn't he the second highest uh, number of sacks for the Chiefs or something behind yeah. Derek Thomas? Yeah. Um, you know, the guy is, he was a machine. He was a sack machine. And it, it's, I mean, we, we had the, the, the great pleasure of actually chatting with, uh, with Tamba Harley a few years ago. And the guy is just a genuine guy as well, isn't he? Mm-hmm. Um, and looking back at his career, you know, it's, it's criminal that he didn't get the chance to actually get the Chiefs to a Super Bowl and get himself a ring. But um, what do you what do you feel about this 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 one day signing that he had uh, to 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 keep him a Chief forever? I love it. Not gonna lie. Yeah, like it's when, great. Isn't it? When they did it a couple of years ago and they done Jamal Charles and Dwayne Bow. I kind of started scratching my head a little bit, like over the fact that they went with Dwayne Bow before they did like Tamba Harley. Yeah. Like I like Dwayne Bow, and he got the one day contract like he deserved. But was Tamba Harley thinking that he could still potentially play because it was clear to us that that he couldn't? Yeah. Was that the reason why he wasn't done a I, I, years ago? Like that, that I'd really- guess that. Yeah, I'd guess that they, he probably thought there was some still left in the tank. Um, and maybe, I don't know, maybe it's, it's the age old problem, isn't it? With a lot of these players, they think they can carry on. I mean, DJ did it, you know, he went to the Raiders, um, you know, Jamal Charles did it. He went to the the Broncos. Maybe Tampa Harley just thought, you know what? Maybe there's there's a little, there's one more team left for me to go and play for. 
um, and it never materialised. And um, maybe that, maybe you're right. Maybe that's what what actually went on there. But I don't get me wrong. I love the fact that it's happened, and like yeah. seeing seeing like my timeline littered with like highlights of Harley's career has yeah. just been a joy to watch. There's been so many like analysts or from around Kansas City, like our own and others from other websites that have just been posting all week about like certain plays he has like the force fumble against uh, Tom Brady in that, that famous Monday favorite. night game. Yeah. He's got the Aaron Rodgers game where he, he was all over Aaron Rodgers in that fi- famous Carl Orton win as well. So there's loads of different highlights I've seen. I've just enjoyed. And as you said earlier, we've had the opportunity to, to interview Tamba and he was very, very generous with us. Um, really good. Yeah. Really good. Nice but obviously yeah. that interview was a bit infamous afterwards for what, for what followed. <laughs> but, um, yeah, we about that. <laughs> yeah, we won't go into, we won't go into, that but he's just a he's just a really really good guy he's like a man of the people I feel like he's he's extremely humble and I tend to find that American footballers in general are quite humble and quite approachable especially on social media more so than on other sports um so and I think he epitomizes that perfectly and just as a treat now for everyone we're going to do the top 10 Tamba Harley songs. No, I'm joking. No, I'm joking. Although he did have that one. I can't remember what it was. It was out when we interviewed him back in 2017. Is it Tamba Tunes? Or something Tamba like that? I can't remember what it was, but it was actually, I remember listening to it thinking, actually, this one's actually okay. <laughs> like, I, I don't mind. Yeah. There was one of them, I think, it felt like it was a real summer kind of vibe to it. I yeah, I think like. that's the same one. If anyone could tell yeah. us what the name of that song was, that'd be great. But um, yeah, yeah. I can't remember what it is. I'm trying to think now. But I'm but, sure his yeah. music career will carry on. But no, I'm pleased that the Chiefs done what they've done. I like the way they actually covered it as well. And they do this quite well to the Chiefs because mm. they, they, they cover the, uh, the one-day signings where... Um, the player walks around the uh, the stadium or the training camp and, mm-hmm. and speaks to the staff there and the, the you know the new players that are there and the coaching staff and it was yeah. it was great it was clear that um, when Andy Reid came in and uh, and kind of it almost like tapped him on the arm or something didn't he and then told him he was old now but they signed yeah, yeah, a yeah. one day contract you know so it, it's it was good it's nice sorry but, to digress but you just you saying something there just triggered a thought in my head and What's that? yeah like we've been told with this podcast we've got a bit of creativity we're allowed we've got a long leash when it comes to digressing it feels like especially when it comes to involving the european sports side of thing into this podcast yeah. and when you were talking about like him signing the contract and walking around our head and whatnot it got me thinking about like how signings used to be announced in the UK for soccer slash football and yeah. when like players used to come out with the shirt and they'd hold okay. the scarf with the manager and whatnot like you don't ever see that in American football I would love no. to see it one day where you just get like a GM Brett Veach and Clark Hunt Andy Reid with their new signing with like a scarf hanging above their head or they can do like <laughs> The whole Brian Robson. Do you remember him when he was the player yeah. manager of Middlesbrough, and he wore um, <laughs> he, he wore like trousers <laughs> no. and in a football shirt to like demonstrate that he was a player manager. <laughs> like, <it> just, 
<laughs> just the craziest things. I'm sorry to digress, but yeah, I'd just love to see that. Obviously, in press conferences, they hold up the jersey, but I'd love to see them do like beyond the pitch, the old uh, hold yeah. scarf, one hand each, maybe some keepy uppies with a football on the pitch. I, I don't know. You know, yeah, I mean, I suppose, yeah, you're right there. I mean, I always remember Alan Shearer coming to Newcastle from Blackburn and like the mega million, you know, 15 million pound signing from, uh, from Blackburn to Newcastle. It was the biggest transfer record ever, apparently mm-hmm. at that time. And I always remember him. He was, he was stood in front of a load of mad Geordie fans who were Newcastle <laughs> yeah. fans. And he's there with the scarf above his head and there's people going nuts behind him, you know? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It'd be nice if they did that. Actually, it's, um, it's, it's something they do in Spain quite a lot. They used to do with like the players where they used to bring like Barcelona well, and Madrid, and they used yeah. to bring the players out onto the pitch, and they'd fill the stadium just for like yeah. an, an announcement of a Beckham player. Did, didn't he? And then you feel sorry for the player because what they do, they just give the ball to them and say, "Right now, do some keepy uppies, do some skills, <laughs> perform." You're telling a comedian, do it, get, tell us a joke, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Just put them on the spot. Right, do, yeah, do some like tricks. Show 30, everybody. 30, 40,000 fans and they just have to stand there and show them their best skills, their best step-overs, their best keeping. <laughs> so. you know, I, I just hope that they would actually fluff the lines a lot. Yeah, 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 for sure. People will be thinking, what the hell have we bought here? Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we've we've digressed again. Thanks for that, Tom. Um, but yeah, the, the, the Tamba Harley thing was great um, and, and how the Chiefs cover the, the, the those special moments of, of making these players, you know, Making them finish it, you know, their career as a chief is really good, and uh, and credit to the uh, the media team over there that do an, an awesome job, especially bringing it to to fans to to view that and mm-hmm. connect a little bit more with the player as well, isn't it? That you know, wishing them well in retirement and stuff. So, um, yeah, we we wish Tamba all the best, and uh, thank you for your time and everything with us, especially when we were at. You know, the likes of Arrowheads Abroad, he did some great times. You know, he, he gave us the time to do interviews and stuff. So, yeah, great guy. Anyway, mate, let's let's move swiftly on to the big news, really, which was NFL schedule release day. I love this day. It's one of my favorite days of the year when the NFL schedules come out. It's mad. It's great. I love it. I mean, the leaks that come out, then there's fans getting really cheesed off that the fact that there's leaks coming out because they want everything just brought to them as one big surprise at the end of the day. Um, it's for me, mad. you're... Sorry. It's I've crazy. Got to, I've got to stop you. It is mental. This is <laughs> like a perfect demonstration or a perfect example of the amount of power that the NFL has. The fact that it can turn a fixture list revealing <laughs> into an actual event. It's bad enough that the draft is an actual event because the, as Duncan Smart of our heads abroad put it a few weeks ago, <laughs> the draft is basically a massive HR meeting. Just yeah. terrorized. <laughs> and then when he said got, that, he ruined it for me. <laughs> yeah, and now you've got the schedule release, which is basically a revealing of a fixture list, completely away from the way. Any other sport does it, by the way. I don't know any other sport that makes a big deal about a schedule release, about predetermined opponents as well. Let's be honest, it's predetermined <laughs> opponents. But Just as soon date. as the schedule comes out, everyone acts like they didn't know who the opponents were before, starts predicting <laughs> records left, right, and center like they couldn't do that before. It's just <laughs> mental. It's just, it's, I like, I love it. And I'm a sucker for I it like myself. It. But it is just mental that the NFL has managed to, have this much has this much power over all of us that we get hyped for a schedule release 
it's crazy. It is. I, I'm with you. It's it is a media frenzy, isn't it? That's yeah. It's just a list of dates. <laughs> At the end <laughs> of the day, all it is is a list mental. of dates. <laughs> Uh, telling us us over here for example what TV company is going to be showing a game but that doesn't make any difference to us whatsoever yet we still get excited or we're going to get Nance and Romo on that week like it's just yes there's Romo with his scarf yeah (laughs) it's just it's mental and like I'm guilty of it myself I like I wake up I woke up on uh, Thursday morning and I'm in bed and the first thing I did was check the pictures, like check the ski. <laughs> it's, it's crazy. It's Mate, crazy. It, you, you did exactly the same as me, and I think many other people, um, you know, especially over in, in Europe who are Chiefs fans, that that just woke up in the morning and thought, God, right, who do we play first? Who do we play like prime time? How many prime time games have we got? Who do we play last? You know, when do we play the Raiders? You know, it, it, all this goes around in your mind at like eight o'clock in the morning when you first wake up, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, I just need to know. I just need to know. It's like it's it's like you have to be first with all that that information just to make sure that it's you know right. everything's right in your world. But um, we thought we'd go through um, just a few of the games, and we thought we'd obviously pick out the, the prime time fixtures from the schedule because we um, I think it was a couple of shows ago wasn't it we would we would kind of predicting or trying to predict what we thought was going to be a prime time game and yeah. we weren't that far off to be Pretty honest bad. we did a terrible terrible job mind you yeah we did pick <laughs> about <laughs> seven teams didn't we? We, we we predicted seven not knowing the rules not knowing the rules properly it's actually five that you can have originally yeah. and then you can be flexed into a sixth and a seventh game that's that that was the rule so i we were wrong about that but um, yeah. I think we only predict what one, two, three of the games correctly. Um, so yeah, we, something like that, we, yeah. we had the um, the Bills game, the Raiders away, and the Chargers away correct. But yeah. we also said that the Ravens wasn't going to be a prime time, and we definitely did not pick the New York Giants to be a prime time game. Like, let's start there. What? Yeah. What? Why? Like, is it just? Is it a case that they just want? a game where Mahomes can just show his brilliance and just dominate an opponent. Like of all of the NFC East teams that we could possibly have a primetime game against, that would have been the last one I would have picked. Yeah. I don't think anybody would have predicted that that would have been a primetime slot. If you, if no. you just handed somebody the schedule now, uh, I mean, we didn't, did we? We never mentioned no. the Giants. Um, and it was it was actually one of those games that I was hoping to hold a little bit of a party at home with some mates of mine on play because one of them was a Giants fan. We try and pick okay. a game where the Chiefs are playing the other the other team. So we've got a, a Jags fan, a Giants fan, a Packers fan, um, and the Giants was one that I was kind of earmarking for my own little party. But um, I now have to look forward to the the Packers game now. Um, Which but yeah, I, I, isn't. Just, I, I just don't understand what what's the draw for that. It's got to be, it has to be they want Mahomes just to beat up an opponent. <laughs> do you think that's what it is? Yeah, like, like similar to like, do you remember a couple of years ago when we played the Bengals on prime time and uh, the Bengals like, granted did start better than everyone expected them to, but yeah. the 2018 Chiefs offense just went to town uh, mm. on the Bengals and I think we won like 45-10 or something, yeah. something crazy like that. And it was just like, here you go here's a display of excellence. And I wonder if that's what they were thinking because it is a crazy decision. And then obviously you've got the Aaron Rodgers effect on the schedule Mm. as well because 
the Green Bay Packers isn't a primetime game. It's, yeah. It's a 9.25 over here, a 3.25 to guys in Kansas City. It's, it's, um, it's an interesting schedule. I love what, I love the start though. I, yeah. I just love it. A lot of people will turn around and say, oh, the start's really hard. Well, for me, you can wrap up the AFC in the first five weeks of the season if yeah. you really want to. If you if you come out all guns blazing and go Mahomes September like usual, like an Andy Reid September, like normal, then the AFC can be won by the end of week five. If you mm-hmm. come out, win those first five games, which sounds crazy, but it's highly likely given how we've performed in that month in the past and how we've done against these particular opponents in the past, yeah. then if we go out and do that, then all of a sudden the Bills are a game behind with that without the tiebreaker. The Ravens are a game behind without having a tiebreaker. The Browns are a game behind without having a tiebreaker. And so are the Chargers. So you basically can wrap up the AFC first seed yeah. inside five weeks. Yeah. As long as you go about your business like you should for the rest of the year. I'm all for the schedule. I think it's mad that they've done it. I really do think it's mad. I, I'm really surprised they haven't put these games that mean more later on in the season. The likes of the Ravens, the likes of the Bills, the likes of the Chargers games. I'm surprised they haven't done both of them later in the year. But they've done us a favour. I really do think so. Well, I mean, look at the first five games. You've got Baker Mayfield, Lamar Jackson, Justin Herbert, and uh, what, Josh Allen week five, I think yeah. it is. Um, I mean, that, that straight away, that's a season in itself with those kind <laughs> yeah. of players there, isn't it? It is. It, it is. is. It um, is. It, it, it's just a mental kind of uh, approach to a schedule there that we're all basically going to be looking forward to the first five weeks and then the rest of the weeks we're going to be like, eh, yeah. we'll just go through the motions, you know, because after that we've got, we've got Washington, we've got the Titans, obviously the Giants, which is obviously the prime yeah. time game. Uh, Packers probably might be one of those that we all look forward to. Then we've got the Raiders, Cowboys, then the bye week. And it's just, it, it doesn't seem to be much happening after the bye week either really does it I suppose there's a Justin Herbert again isn't there yeah. um, but other than that there's nothing else really that's going to excite us towards the end of the season no the only thing I'm worried about potentially is the Andy Reid of old popping out where do you remember then we had that horrible habit of starting well then having that mid-season yeah. slump where we just play terribly yeah. and I hope that doesn't appear obviously it hasn't appeared with Mahomes at the helm um, so far so fingers crossed that doesn't happen but there's a little bit of a period with where we play the AFC West like three weeks in a row which obviously you worry about I've just seen that yeah 13, but, 14 and 15 yeah yeah and then it was, you've got obviously the Chargers off a short week as well um, coming for the Raiders which is something to worry about but in general I, I think it's a really good schedule for the Chiefs the way they've laid it out and like I back going back to a point I had at the start of this uh, conversation it shouldn't really make a difference because those 17 opponents has been set but when you look yeah. at it like this and you see the potential for the Chiefs to really get off to a strong start then it is perfect for the Chiefs and even if they don't win all of those first five games there's also a lot of time for them to make up for it as well. And there's going to be a lot of opponents there that should, shouldn't should really pose much of a threat to Kansas City. Yeah, exactly. Well, what do you think about the bye week? I mean, that, I thought that was quite a late bye week. Uh, we normally get it around about 
10, maybe nine, don't we? Week 10, week nine. But this is week 12 this time. Do you think that's a good kind of position or I, I, much as a muchness? I, 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 I like the, the bye week on 12. I'm pretty sure it's been pretty late last few years, has it not, right? I'm like, we might have to check on that. I can't remember. That's what the latest that scene was like week 10 or 11. I'm pretty sure the, the year that Kareem Hunt, um, that, that news come out, I think that was a pretty late bye. And I'm pretty sure we had a late bye the year we won the Super Bowl as well. I we, don't we remember us having an early one. Uh, we can't, yeah, no, we, we're quite fortunate with that. I can't remember the last time we had like a week four, five, six, or seven buy. It just doesn't seem yeah. to happen. So the later buys are obviously better. It being Thanksgiving is is obviously great for everyone involved with the Chiefs because it means that they get that time off now um, mm. where other players won't have that of other teams. They they have to go to work during the holidays where the Chiefs will have the time off, which is obviously great for them. The Broncos one at the end is quite interesting, I think. I think mm. them, they've done that on purpose. Obviously, you always end with a a divisional game anyway but them choosing the Broncos for the last game I think is quite sneaky of them especially if it is going to be Aaron Rodgers versus Mahomes like you can see that a situation where that game could potentially mean something or you could see a situation where it doesn't mean anything at all and the Chiefs are going to just rest all of their stars for that game another bye week yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah exactly Obviously, the schedule, we're, we're, we're very excited for it. We're, we've actually earmarked as well for uh, some of our UK meetups over here. We've, mm-hmm. uh, we've picked three games, haven't we, to, um, to get excited for and, and make some kind of atmosphere while we're in the bars and restaurants and stuff that we go to. But um, there's one particular one we're really looking forward to, isn't it? It's the, it's the annual Newcastle meetup mm-hmm. uh, with the guys from Arids Abroad. Um, there's a there's a good contingent of fans that, that actually come to this one because it's such a, a, a good weekend away, isn't it? it is. um, we've chosen week three against the Chargers, which again, that's even a, that's the big game as well. Yeah, to, it's to a, choose. It's a big game to be choose for a meetup when I won't spend much time actually watching the screen, more so looking at my pint go down my neck. Um, <laughs> but no, no, the. Uh, <laughs> The Arrowheads have brought me up are really good. And this one in particular, I know we've got a lot of listeners from in and around Europe, but we have people come from mainland Europe across mm. for this particular meetup. So um, if you want to come along, please get in contact with either me, Brad, or the Arrowheads support guys, and we'll give you as much details as we can. Exactly, yeah. But um, the, yeah, it's going to be great. We've also got another meet in uh, London and Bristol to go to as well, mm-hmm. which yeah. um, if you need more details, obviously head over to the Arrowheads Abroad Twitter page, um, which is at KC Chiefs underscore UK, and you'll be able to get the uh, the list there, basically, and all the details of dates and stuff. And, um, I think there's going to be more details about what we're going to be doing on those weekends as well, because it's not just turning up and watching the game. It's, it's, it's other things as well, isn't it, that mm-hmm. we do. Yeah. But that leads us on to the International Series games because um, we, we've, we're actually fortunate. We, we've said this quite a, a few times, me and you, Tom, haven't we, where we're very fortunate that we actually get games over here, meaningful games from the NFL. And we've been, <laughs> we've been handed the Jets and the Falcons on the 10th of October. And we've also been handed the Dolphins and the Jaguars on the 17th of October. Now, if you look at the primetime games that all all those teams have got, I don't think they've got the same as the Chiefs. (laughs) 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 All combined. Um, Because I think the Jets have got one primetime slot. The Falcons have got two, I think it is. Um, And the Dolphins and Jags have both got one as well. Um, so we've got probably got 
the teams that America doesn't really want to see <laughs> <laughs> all coming over to the uh, to the UK for the London games. But is is there a particular game out of those two that you think, yeah, I'm really up for that? That's that's probably probably going to be the best of the bunch. Yeah, uh, like the, the Jags have been over what eight times to the UK now. This will be the eighth time, and I've seen them a few times. And I oh, fair play to them to coming across. They don't have to do it, but they do. And I feel sorry for their fans, but it's is a win for us. But um, regardless of Trevor Lawrence and Tua, I'm going. I'm eyeing up the Jets versus Falcons game. Um, yeah. Zach Wilson, Kyle Pitts. You know the second and fourth pick of this year's draft. I like Matt Ryan. I like if Julio's still there, that'd be good. Um, yeah, just on my mind up that one. What about you? I actually like the idea of the Jags. Okay. Um, I'm like you, I've seen the Jags a few times, but they always seem to have a different quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> and plus we've got the fact that we've got um, Trevor Lawrence as the Jags now as well, haven't we? So it'd be nice to actually see uh, him play. Um, and I don't know what it is, but I always have this Miami connection. Um, <laughs> wonder why. I, 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 feel, I feel like I have to thank the fans of Miami <laughs> for such a wonderful week um when we were over there but um yeah did, did i mention that before i think I, I think i might have mentioned that we were in miami but um but yeah that, for me i think that's the one that i would like to go to if it, if it, if i can't go to both that one is the one for me i i just i just don't really have a desire to go and see the jets play i'm sorry <laughs> i really don't so but, last um, we week- know Last week you were offending the Raiders. This week it's the Jets. <laughs> like, who's it going to be next week? <laughs> it might be a good game. I know you. you know, we know. We both know somebody who's uh, who's a Jets fan, don't we? So we'll probably just be there for moral support with our bags <laughs> on our heads or something. I don't <laughs> yeah, know. Yeah. Okay, we'll just take a quick break and we'll be back soon. Hey, this is Scott Galloway, author, professor, entrepreneur, and most importantly, host of the Prop G podcast. We got a special series running on right now called The Future of Work, where I answer all your questions on, surprise, The Future of Work. Questions including, what are we missing when we work remotely? Or how do we handle work-life balance when a major opportunity comes knocking? From the provocative to the technical, we're offering insights you won't want to miss. So tune in to The Future of Work, a Pod special sponsored by Canva. You can find it on the Pod wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to the Great British Chiefs show. So let's talk schedule videos because uh we both mentioned before that obviously the schedule is probably one of the best times that we really look forward to um during the year that uh, when the schedule's getting released but teams do put quite a bit of effort into yeah. the the schedule releases don't they and we really enjoyed the chiefs one um i i did personally because um as some people might know i i collect the chiefs football cards i'm an avid collector and to have that kind of angle with it with X Factor, just you know, opening up a pack of cards, and it was you know, showing what you, which Chiefs, uh, which teams the Chiefs will be playing um, each week. Um, I liked it; I really enjoyed it. But that done you're nothing for your me. head. No, no, you that one like done it. nothing for me. Like, I get it, and like as a production, great. But for me, it was just like, yeah, could could do better. Do you know? What I mean? Yeah. But if you told me about the Andy Reid video where I'm looking forward to the challenge of, now that was genius. That's that, that should was. have been that that should have been their release video. It, yeah. it really should have been. And I can't believe again we're talking about 
release videos for the schedule it just blows my mind <laughs> it's like it's like all the admins social media ad, admins and all the creatives of these teams this is where they compete so like yeah. the actual football teams compete on the field between september and february where their social teams compete in April and May to see who can release the best content. And we were treated to some amazing content on Wednesday. Like it I yeah. just sat there and went through every single schedule release to find my favorites. And they all of them are good efforts, but there's a few that yeah. are very, very good. Definitely. Oh yeah. I mean, yeah. The Andy Reid thing um, where, yeah, he, you had him at the, it, it was brilliant. I, I think you're right. I think that probably, that would have been enough, wouldn't it? Yeah, hundred percent. That would have been enough because yeah. it was hilarious. I, I especially like the bye week where he just yeah. wasn't at the, at the podium. <laughs> just wasn't there at all. <laughs> looking forward to playing the Broncos. Looking forward to playing. What did he say? They, they're a great football team. It was, yeah. he mentioned Washington, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was just good. It was really good. But I also liked the um, the painting that they released of yeah. Holmes doing his tailgate. Um, yeah for all the other quarterbacks and it was just a subtle um it was just a few little kind of i don't want to call them troll jobs but i will call them troll jobs because that's what it felt like yeah but it was it was the faces of the quarterbacks you know such as uh Derek carr being there with it, it didn't look like he wanted to be there at all yeah, yeah um yeah. you know daniel jones with his shoelaces tied together you know there was little kind of things in there that just really entertained the fans before the actual schedule release yeah. and it was it was genius again it, it, i mean yeah i mean there, there would have been a lot of effort in actually painting something like that but again it was just a, a simplistic yeah um view and it's something that yeah would just entertain the fans before the mm -hmm. big the big announcement was anything in that in that painting that you thought yeah that was genius um i thought Ben Roethlisberger eating turnovers was pretty funny. <laughs> uh, I'm not going to lie. Yeah, for that. I'm Somebody not... told me what they were because I was thinking they're definitely turnovers. Yeah, yeah, they're not um, turnovers to me. Uh, they might I not forgot be. what they were calling them, but um, yeah, I think they were, they're actually a, a, a Philly delicacy or something. Oh, like okay, that. yeah, no, nah, they're... There's, there's a name I'm, for them. I'm saying they're turnovers. <laughs> they look like turnovers <laughs> for me. I'm saying they're turnovers. No, but... Um, <laughs> One one team that I thought absolutely nailed it this year was the Denver Broncos and their video with Peyton Manning. And there's there's something about Peyton Manning. I just find him hilarious. I really do. I like he's caused us all so much pain over the years on the field. But in retirement, I've got a lot of time for him. I, I genuinely do like the guy. And their video of doing the internship, I thought, was excellent. And that's well worth your time. I also like the simplicity of the Colts one where they just had Pat McAfee on the field just talking oh, yeah. to another guy. And they just had all I didn't had like this, that. This, the fixtures rolling along the bottom. I just thought <laughs> that these are simple ideas that didn't go crazy. But one I did also enjoy was the Chargers. And the Chargers always do well. They always nail everything they do with social. And theirs was just a simple PowerPoint demonstration with monotone Joey Bosa, clearly done on purpose, and just went through all the different cities. And what made me laugh is when it got, it went things to do in all the cities and it got to Cleveland and it was like, things to do, nothing. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> love yeah. It. I love it. Yeah. I love it. 
I, I get that one. I get, I get the charges one. I didn't really like that one, but you, after you explain it there, yeah, I suppose Joey Bosa with his monotone kind of voice, it, it kind of works, doesn't it? It yeah, works it that the fact that there's not that many people who are, are working over Zoom lately and they're having to listen to PowerPoint presentations and, yeah. you know, as a daily thing, working from home, you know, <laughs> I can, yeah, I can kind of understand that. Um, the one for me, I, I, there was one I didn't like, and I think it was the Saints one. It was similar to the Pat McAfee one, but it had, they were just talking about, it was just, it was almost like a, I don't know, it was almost like an interview. It was weird. Um, and then they just had the, the the teams flash up every now and again. And I didn't quite like that one, but the one that really got me, and I really enjoyed it. And it's because I actually enjoy the kind of series that uh, they link with. And it's the Atlanta Falcons. They teamed up with um, Gridiron Heights, yeah, I saw that. So funny. that was that was so funny, and it was it was just the um, mascot and Roger Goodell, and he was he was basically just like talking the mascot through who who the the you know the the, the Falcons were going to be facing that time, and the Patriots bit is hilarious when Bill Belichick gets out of that limo. Mm-hmm. was just hilarious um, and Tom Brady's already in the lineup like oh my god <laughs> this is awkward <laughs> personal favourite of that one was the um, Sean Payton asking Jameis Winston for a Swiss Army knife and he ends up handing Taysom Hill I thought that was that's <laughs> yeah. all but nice I like it I like it I like it a lot yeah there really is some good ones but uh, also a shout out to the Carolina Panthers as well because it was actually their kind of uh, media team that were all around a table they were all coming up with ideas about what they were going to um, put into this schedule and it was it, I, I thought that was funny you have to go and watch that one if you haven't watched that one yeah if you've got a spare hour just go and watch them all it's all good yeah. it's all good We can have, maybe we can do like a world cup of schedule releases next year <laughs> just do like a, a March madness a May madness of schedule release videos that would be good yeah like a bracket <laughs> of like you know yeah put, put like the voting up who goes through the next round and yeah. stuff like that yeah that would we've be got good. far too much time in our hands in May <laughs> far too much <laughs> Yeah, we've got to get through May, June, July, and everything without a, a lot of uh, like news at all, really. <laughs> Chief news. Um, we do know, obviously, that the mini camps are, are starting this weekend as well, aren't they? Yeah. Um, which is going to be uh, again? Is it is it going to be one of those things where we're like, "Woo, brilliant!" It's a mini camp. It's a mini camp. Well, that's all we've got time for on this week's Great British Chief Show. If you've really enjoyed the show, please give us a review. Uh, five star review would be wonderful um, and and let us know what you think um, because we've really enjoyed listening to uh, or reading a lot of these reviews and um, you know, it just helps us um, get a bit more confidence that we're in the right place <laughs> we should be <laughs> well, we might not be after next week I'll do some betting odds to do a Eurovision so uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah Eurovision betting odds next week <laughs> tune in <laughs> all that's left to say is from one kingdom to another we'll speak to you again soon